Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Dr. Joseph McHale, and I'm going to be talking today uh, about pomalidomide-based regimens in early relapse and multiple myeloma. You know, when we think about early relapse and myeloma, we can divide patients into those who are lens refractory and those who are lens sensitive. We can see here that the studies I'm going to highlight are primarily in lenalidomide refractory patients, starting with the optimism study, which is a randomized study of adding pomalidomide with bortezomib and dexamethasone versus bortezomib and dexamethasone alone. Uh, and this was an important study because we definitely saw a significant improvement in progression-free survival in those patients that had the pomalidomide added to uh, the bortezomib and dexamethasone with a hazard ratio of uh, 0.61. And so this is a, a commonly used regimen, even internationally. The one that we see perhaps the greatest use in North America would be the Apollo study, which took pomalidomide and dexamethasone and now added daratumumab to it versus pomalidomide and dexamethasone alone. And so in the Apollo study, in which uh, patients uh, were mostly had had at least one, all had had at least one prior line, all the majority had had two prior lines of therapy, we saw again that the triplet was superior to the doublet in progression-free survival uh, by adding um, about five months to it with pomalidomide dex being at 6.9 months and the Darapon dex being a little over a year at 12.4 months. This was then uh, followed up with follow-up data at ASH in 2021 with a very similar outcome where again, uh, we saw this uh, roughly five-month benefit uh, of adding the daratumab to the pomalidomide and dexamethasone. Uh, we also have a smaller MM014 study using daratumumab pomalidomide dex um, in the non-randomized fashion here in cohort B, as you see, where these patients who had fewer lines, the majority were one uh, to, to two prior lines. And in that situation, we saw a median PFS of actually up to 31 months. So we know that we can use pomalidomide in len refractory patients, even um, uh, in those uh, who, again, were most recently len refractory. Uh, one of the largest phase three studies was adding a different CD38 antibody with esetuximab in the form of the ICARIA trial. So the ICARIA trial was a large phase three trial comparing esetuximab pomalidomide dex versus pomalidomide dex. Now, these patients had all had two prior lines of therapy, so they're a little bit further along than what we had just looked at. But again, we see this roughly five uh, to six month benefit here of six and a half months with pomalidomide and dexamethasone to 11 and a half months uh, to the esetuximab plus uh, pomalidomide and dexamethasone. And so uh, we again see this recurring theme that we can use pomalidomide and when we add a CD38 antibody to it, uh, we see a benefit. Interestingly, in the ACARIA study, we actually now also see an overall survival analysis that was recently uh, presented that demonstrates uh, a benefit there uh, from 17 months with POMDEX to about 24 and a half months with uh, esetuximab, pomalidomide, and dexamethasone. 
And then um, as we move to the eloquent study, which is now adding elotuzumab to pomalidomide index, which we use more in this context because we're using elotuzumab less with lenalidomide by virtue of how many patients are len refractory, we also saw in this eloquent three study a benefit of adding the elotuzumab to the POMDEX as opposed to POMDEX alone, as you can see here, uh, with a hazard ratio of 0.54. And this actually also had an overall survival analysis uh, that demonstrated the benefit of EPD or elotuzumab POMDEX over POMDEX alone. So trying to put this all together, and we know in relapse disease that ongoing therapy is better for patients. We know that we can use triplets uh, to overcome what we would be able to achieve only with doublets. And we still can divide patients basically into those who are lenalidomide refractory and those who are not lenalidomide refractory. In those lens sensitive patients that I didn't discuss today, we have several options like DRD and KRD and even IRD as we use lens sensitive uh, um, uh, use lenalidomide in, in those patients. Or now we can see in len refractory patients, we have options like PVD, DVD, DPD, as well as the esituximab POMDEX, uh, daratumab carfilzomib DEX, and esituximab carfilzomib DEX, which we will discuss in another episode. And just as a last comment, as we manage these patients with pomalidomide, we know it has a very similar side effect profile to lenalidomide, and we manage them in a similar way. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.